Blog Talk Radio. Celebrating their 20th year in radio broadcasting. With news not heard in the news, the International Taz and Paula Show interviews experts from all walks of life, bridging research and personal life journeys. Revealing new ways to unleash life with a passion of a heartbeat. And now, here's Taz and Paula. Well, presently, I feel as if I've been transported to a new vortex or energy system uh, just by having Dr. Todd online with us at the moment. So the best I can describe this in my layman terms for our journey with Dr. Todd today is that we'll be talking about quantum leap for humanity into areas you never expected. <laughs> Dr. Todd Ovocatis was formally educated at Northwestern University, where he was first in his class of 1800. From Northwestern, he was accepted into a combined accelerated undergraduate medical school program at the highly esteemed John Hopkins University. Following this training, he completed an internship, residency, and chief medical residency in the Georgetown University Hospital System. This was followed by a two-year fellowship in pulmonary and intensive care medicine, also at Georgetown University Hospital. This just gives you a little peek of Dr. Todd's background, and we'll sure open it wider in just a moment. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show. I'm Taz. And I'm Paula. And now we're going to dive a whole lot deeper today. And every time we talk to Dr. Todd, we dive a lot deeper than we ever thought we would. So uh, he's going to actually be um, in the local Bay Area, Mountain View, this coming weekend. And so we're so lucky not only to be able to talk to him uh, on our show, but... uh, have him in our own neighborhood, uh, and he can explain to us what he's going to be doing in Mountain View, and uh, we'll be talking about that and much more. Thank you so much, Dr. Todd, for being with us. Uh, great pleasure, uh, Paula and Tabs. Nice being on with you all again, and a lot has happened since last we spoke, so it's nice we get to reconnect. Well, sure, you yeah. have traveled. You you've traveled all over the world. I don't think you're still a moment. How do you even get your brains together? <laughs> it's pretty amazing. I'm telling you, I've never seen anybody do what you do. Uh, well, Lee Carroll comes pretty close, I think. And uh, what's what's actually pretty cool is that in the last year, one of my practitioner colleagues gave me the chart of the 12 different cycles of the day in Chinese medicine and the different meridian points. And you can minimize jet lag by anticipating where you're going to be in the world and start using acupressure on the particular meridian points as you're traveling so you reset yourself on the time zone before you get there. It actually makes a pretty big difference. Wow. Is there anywhere we could uh, look at that? I mean, that's marvelous. Let's see. I think the website may be elixir.com. So I would start with that, and and if that doesn't work, I can find out and let you know, and you can let your listeners know. Because it's it's a very useful bit of information. Oh, my gosh. So can you explain to um, our listening audience exactly um, what you're going to be doing in Mountain View? Um, we experienced it uh, the last time you were in San Jose, and I don't know if it's evolved since then. Um, so. Well, surely it evolves. Good question, though. <laughs> Probably what's newest is that in the last year, We've made huge strides in the area that would be called rejuvenation activities, rejuvenation strategies, particularly the work that we're doing in the area of 
stem cell medicine. And the progress that we've made even in the last three months in terms of identifying the best way to source cells, particularly from a given person, and then to create a very active preparation of very useful cells, no matter how old someone is, and then the ability with our platform, the technology we've talked about before, our interdimensional laser technology, to direct the cells to where we would most like them to go. So it's sort of two steps, one having an even better, maybe the best possible source of cells, or at least certainly a better source than we had before. And then, as far as I'm aware, probably the most effective way of providing stem cells a guidance path to know where we would particularly like them to go in the body so that they go there, they stay there, and, of course, repair and regenerate there. That's probably been our biggest area of expansion in the past year, sort of technically and being on the edge of what I would call reparative medicine, where there's been a lot of hope for things that can be done with stem cells. And now we're actually developing the protocols and starting to see the results that are very uh, medically amazing and also, of course, quite heartwarming. So did you do this with the laser? Yes. In terms of the, the actual activation and guidance of cells that we do with the laser. And then is there a, a follow-up after the laser? The complete program for optimizing health or repairing or regenerating any system combines what I would call metabolic medicine. So for any issue, the body has a particular biochemical architecture. So the heart has one type of biochemical system. The brain has other biochemical activities. The immune system has particular biological preferences. So there are certain formulations that are generic that are good for every cell from head to toe. And then there are other nutritional or metabolic strategies that are particularly focused on a given organ or system. So I would say most things start with giving the body exactly what it needs to support self-repair. And then there's another aspect that we might have touched on last year and our understanding of use has broadened quite substantially since then, which is what I would call psycho-emotional medicine, which is the idea that particular unresolved emotional conflicts that usually are unconscious, that people become unaware of or unaware of, that upon identifying how it reflects in the body, how it how the stress of those unresolved uh, conflicts and emotional tension factors translate into physical problems, from seeing the problems it's possible to define what the stresses are with that roadmap, it's now possible with a particular set of strategies to allow the person to go on a journey to see what's been invisible, to contact the experience, to release the emotional stress of it, and often the system will go into significant repair relatively quickly upon that release. So that's another aspect of going about from a particular health problem, whatever that may be, to relieving the emotional stress factors that are related to it. Then there is frequency medicine, which is done with the laser technology we've described and related technologies that you've probably heard of, like Rice and Fury and Lutovsky and other pioneers in that area that can then literally provide vibrational patterns, whether it's with light or with sound or with mechanical vibrations of other sorts that give the body information to accelerate a self-balancing process. And then the stem cells fit into the couch 
of having taken care of these other factors. So when you put that together, as well as give the cells a particular homing signal and direction of where to go, those results can be very impressive. So, so with it, with all this work, if the emotional block is not released, then uh, you can't do the other parts. Is that what you're saying? That's really a good question. There are situations where providing the right nutrition will relieve an issue or providing the stem cells will relieve an issue. Yet I believe it is the case that if there is an unrelieved emotional stress, that that stress will create a seed or tendency to recreate that for a similar problem. So to get to the very root of things and to have a a full relief of the situation, I I think that the emotional piece is quite central to the whole process. Hmm. Interesting. You have created um, a formula called Complete Aminos. Mm -hmm. And um, I uh, recently have uh, been working with it and I'm within three or four days, I could just really tell uh, a complete shift in the body. And I have never been able to feel that kind of um, change like that. And um, so feeding the body nutritionally is definitely looking at making it easier maybe for delivery, for for healing. Is that what you're saying, I guess? Well, the complete aminos really combine some of the factors. Mm-hmm. And one of the benefits of what Gematria does, the so-called laser energized nutritional supplements, is that it combines factors both of nutritional metabolic medicine with frequency medicine. So you could, in a very rough way or a very general way, say that the nutritional components, in this case amino acids, are taken from one vibrational state to another and that enhanced state results in what we observe clinically as improved biological characteristics. And the product that you've named really is a good example because we've recently received a granted U.S. patent for the use of that formula to regenerate heart tissue in persons who've had weakness of that system. And for those that want to look it up, it's U.S. patent 8404-377 that they can look up at www.uspto.gov, which is the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. And what they'll see is that there is the construct from the metabolic standpoint, which is the formula is a complete spectrum of the amino acids that the body uses, the 20 amino acids the body uses to build all the protein structures and many other um, chemistries in the body. So from that standpoint, it is a full spectrum, also in a very beneficial biological ratio. So it begins with formulation that takes into account the biochemistry of the system and the biological ratios that are useful. And then upon the laser being applied, we see something very interesting. If we look at a model of inflammation where we take immune cells called macrophages that have been stimulated to activity by echinacea, and I'm sure... Many of you have seen echinacea in the health food store where someone's getting a cold or the flu and they go buy echinacea to generally pump up their immune system and hope to uh, ward off the cold uh, or some other uh, flu-like illness, either ward it off or at least have it uh, clear from the body more quickly. Well, the mechanism is that it's stimulating the immune system in a general way. So echinacea-stimulated macrophages produce roughly three times the inflammatory chemical called a TNF-alpha, which stands for tumor necrosis factor alpha. So already in that condition, it's roughly 
triple the inflammatory condition of the baseline state. And what we find, if we give ordinary untreated amino acids to that system, it will increase the TNF-alpha by a factor two and a half times greater. So uh, while amino acids are generally good, inflammatory processes are not. So more than doubling the inflammation for a system that is already stressed would not generally be beneficial. And what we find is after treating the amino acids with the laser, we essentially neutralize the inflammatory process to the baseline level of activation or roughly 11-fold reduction of that pro-inflammatory effect of the untreated amino acids. So then when we take those amino acids and we give them to persons uh, with cardiac issues, what we found is that compared to the control group, where there was an approximately 10% loss of function over 30 days, since they weren't getting anything beyond their usual care. In contrast, those with the activated amino acid formula or the treated amino acid formula, their cardiac function increased statistically significantly by about 25% in one month. So difference with the control group minus 10% versus the treated group plus 25% was quite clinically significant. And this information and results are both in the U.S. Uh, patent that I described, 8404-377. And the clinical study was also published in a clinical journal called the Clinical Gerontology. So it's both in a scientific journal as well as a granted U.S. patent, which shows the combination of taking generally really good nutrition and then doing a vibrational approach to enhance or make more precise the biological effects that we would like those particular nutrients or metabolic factors to give for us. Dr. Todd, when you do the vibrational frequencies, is that helping um, uh, the direction of the supplements to go into certain areas? Or, or what's taking place? What does it make it more absorbable? What, what is happening? Mm-hmm. That's an excellent question. And from the the thirty thousand foot view, the the broadest view, the general effect is to increase the bioavailability, to okay. increase the amount that gets absorbed, the efficiency that it gets delivered to the tissues and ultimately the biological effect that derives from a particular quantity of the nutrients delivered. I have also, okay, I was going to say, I I also have um, implemented stem cells as well, along with that complete aminos because of uh, hip injury, et cetera. Uh And um, and I've, I've noticed also some you know, some really great support in that way. So maybe we can talk about stem cells as well. Oh, absolutely. And for those that were interested in the jet lag protocol using the acupressure points that shift every two hours of the day, the website would be elixirlab.com. So E-L-I-X-I-R-L-A-B.com. Okay, good, thank you. And before we get to stem cells, the point about bioavailability, getting a greater impact for a given quantity of nutrients if they have been treated with the laser, the best data we have with respect to that principle comes from agricultural studies we've been doing in Mexico the past few years under grants from the Mexican government. And exemplary of that would be the micronutrients delivery into the plants. Working with a colleague who has spent the last 20 years developing and perfecting what he calls biodynamic nutrient formulas for plants. And these are formulas in which the core solution is diluted uh, one liter to 100 liters of water, and then this is sprayed 
onto the leaves and stems of plants. And so one liter can treat, depending upon the concentration, typically uh, one to two and a half acres of a whole crop. And what we found was the ability to look at the control with the usual agriculture measures, the effect of providing the biodynamic formula on its own, and then the further effect of the laser-treated biodynamic formula. So, for example, the level of iron in the sap of the control plants was 17 to 25 parts per million. When the biodynamic formula was applied to the leaves and stems, it was very significant. It doubled the results. It went from 17 to 25 to 34 to 50 parts per million, which is already extremely good. When that same formula, the only difference being the addition of the laser was used, the level went up even higher to 125 to 140 parts per million. So control was 17 to 25. The formula on its own raised that to 34 to 50, but laser activated it increased it further to 125 to 140 parts per million. So you see a very significant effect. The laser tripled the effect of the nutrients resulted in a crop with six times the iron content than had the uh, laser-treated formula not been given. Wow. Would this laser treatment also work with, for instance, uh, polluted water, and you're uh, putting something in the water to... uh, cleanse it or clear it, would the you be able to use the laser to do this and, and actually help clean the water faster? Uh, depending upon the, the so-called biological action and chemistry of the agent being used to repair or clear the water, at least in theory we'd say it would be possible to define a way to treat that product so that it would be more effective for the water. We'd have to do the experiment, but but I believe it would be possible, yes. Yeah, because that seems to be a, a large problem coming into our <laughs> world right now. Mm-hmm. So polluted water. So it seems like you, you are involved in so many different um, aspects from nutrients to crops to... Um, HIV, you've you've helped people with HIV in Africa. Do you have anything new? Do you have anything new that you're working on right now? Well, since you suggested we talk about stem cells, as you know, we do have nutritional formulas that are designed to stimulate the body's own process of making stem cells, particularly from the bone marrow releasing them into the circulation so that a person has generally more stem cells to go into to rejuvenate the systems of the body from head to toe. That's one way, and that's, I think, very good as a general health enhancement and anti-aging and rejuvenative measure. Then we're also working with the process of taking stem cells that have been prepared primarily from the same person, uh, which is the work we're focusing on in America. And then we use the laser to activate the cells and that particularly enhances their capacity to stick to the cells where we'd like them to go through increasing a type of chemistry on the surface called cell adhesion molecules. And then when we pass the laser, which sends a signature deep into tissue, the cells literally just tend to be attracted to it like a homing beam. And once they get where we'd like them to go, the information allows the cells to have the physical mechanisms, particularly upregulated cell adhesions, where the cells can stick together. And it is well known that when cells stick together through the cell adhesion process, that's how cells communicate. And when the stem cell is able to communicate with the cells in the tissue, that's how they can be instructed whether they should be a heart muscle cell or a liver cell 
a particular type of nerve cell in the central nervous system. So that's work we've been focusing on, especially in the last year, and probably where we've made the greatest progress since our last conversation. I didn't think that stem cells had particular um, areas that they would go into. I mean, I thought they were just, what, non Judgmental. I don't know what else to say. In other words, they whatever area would need the stem cells, they would go to that area. But like you said, you're using a laser to enhance that area for stickability wherever it might, wherever they might be needed. Well, it's a little more complex than that. Okay. So, in the broadest sense, a stem cell is a cell that has held back, in a sense, of becoming its ultimate uh, final type of cell in a tissue. Yet there are levels of stem cells in the body which go all the way from cells that are called pluripotential, where those type of cells literally can become any type of cell in the body from head to toe. And then you have cells that are, are multipotential, which means that they can perhaps do two of the three germ layers of the body and make those types of cells. So they're very broad spectrum, but they've already lost some of the ability to become certain types of cells. And then you have stem cells that will only become one particular germ line, like, say, the third system to develop, which is called the ectoderm, which primarily becomes the skin and central nervous system. So the placement of the cells makes a difference. And you also have stem cells that are only going to be a particular type of tissue. So there's a whole hierarchy of stem cells from being able to be almost anything to just two types of germ lines, one type of germ line, all the way down to being focused on only a particular tissue. And it's interesting, the work has shown that each type of organ in the body that, uh, at least that I've, I've studied so far, tends to have a specific type of stem cell just for that organ. So, for example, the brain has three different types of stem cells. So this question that has been raised or was raised in the past that the brain does not regenerate, that you know, as cells are lost, they're lost forever. Well, we now know that that is not true. And I don't know to what degree that the old belief has been dispelled that the brain has the capacity to regenerate and create new cells. Not only can it do that, there's three different types of stem cells in the brain. There's a type of stem cell in the spinal cord. The skin has a type of stem cell that resides in the hair follicle. The liver has a type of stem cell. Muscle has a type of stem cell. So it's everywhere from very broad to very specific in terms of, of stem cells. Now the heart is a, the heart is a muscle. So would the heart use stem cell for muscles? Yep. Yep. Yeah, our, our most important study of last year was a clinical study done under the auspices of the government and hospital system in Eastern Europe in Armenia. And we were invited to take on a very challenging class of patients, which is patients with severe end-stage heart failure that would basically be candidates for a heart transplant. And to put it in perspective, a normal heart will eject 50 to 65% of the blood in it with each beat. And the inclusion criteria for these patients was that their ejection fraction had to be less than 30%, which puts them in the severe uh, heart failure category range. Now, our comparison for the results was injecting the stem cells into the heart by cardiac catheterization. So the question how do you make sure you get the cells there? In previous studies, the cells were actually infused into the heart by directly putting a tube into the coronary arteries and making sure the stem cells got to the heart. 
And doing it that way, the average increase in ejection fraction after six months was about 2.5%. Using our method, where instead of having all the invasion of putting the tube all the way into the artery that supplies the heart, we were able to give the cells simply by IV, so no more invasive than literally a blood draw, other than instead of the blood coming out, the cells were going in, and then guiding the cells to the heart. So with the comparison of a 2.5% increase in ejection fraction after six months, we had a 3% increase in ejection fraction in three days. Wow. That's amazing. So, I w- so our results God. were better, roughly 60 times faster. Wow. I wonder if you, um, being that you work with uh, tones and that kind of thing, I wonder if you have added um, music or special tones to people that are um, receiving the stem cells, and if that would enhance the aspect of um, the body um, wanting to grab on to the to the stem cells more easily. Absolutely. So I would put using tones, as in the pineal toning technique that I will be sharing over the weekend, is another aspect of so-called frequency medicine. It's physical vibrations that are made with the human voice. And people vary, of course, in their receptivity to the modalities that they will use. Now, certainly in the network in which I know both of you, there is a lot of receptivity to uh, meditation, music, toning, chanting, use of mantras, and so forth. And the use of particular tones for therapeutic purposes really falls into that category. So for those persons that are amenable to it, having as part of their adjuncts, not just nutritional program or lifestyle program, but also a toning program is a a part of the program for those that are receptive to it. And I do think it makes a difference. Hmm. So what you're doing in Mountain View this coming weekend, you're teaching groups of people how to tone. Is that correct? Uh, That's part of it, yes. So there is a potency in that particular system, which is a series of tones and tonal patterns that derive from a very ancient practice and are very powerful used individually and even more so when they're sung in pairs, particularly in large groups of people. So the core patterns, which would be 24 levels, as they're called, or at least they've been named, of the pineal tones, when those are played for plants in studies that we've done with a collaborator in agriculture, that the report was just the individual levels played one after another on the rehearsal recording was 33% more powerful than playing the best of Mozart. So we were getting an effect that was even greater as measured in plants than the result of playing Mozart, which is generally the best of the classical music for the so-called Mozart effect. And the Mozart effect in people is known or studied to enhance cognitive ability, problem-solving, reduces stress, may increase IQ, enhances creativity, and a wide range of positive effects, which is why people often listen to classical music if they're studying or doing creative activities. So the basic 24 tonal patterns, we've seen to be quite comparable to playing Mozart for the so-called Mozart effect. And then when the pairs are sung together in the context of larger groups of people, as was done in Maui, where we had 900 singers, uh, hundreds in each group, so that we'd have hundreds of people singing one tonal pattern and hundreds singing a 
different tonal pattern, different pitch, and typically different syllables, that that combination of complex overtones and harmonics was shown to be up to 100 to 200% more potent than playing Mozart for the Mozart effect on plants. So it's a system of vibrational information so that those that haven't learned it, it's a very useful modality for the general health effects of it. Uh, it is said that the use of the system was a method of people being able to stay young uh, and not only be youthful but live a very long time in a youthful body in ancient times. So that's the system that will be taught along with other information as we've been describing about sort of the latest and most significant breakthroughs in anti-aging modalities, whether it's the ideal nutritional adjuncts, the lifestyle adjuncts of ways to use your mind or meditate, the vibrational aspects with laser technology or other frequency technologies or, or the use of tonal patterns. And then I'll be able to share in the context of that group some of the things that we're observing in our stem cell research that we were not able to describe in a public domain context, such as this radio call. Dr. Todd, have you um, done anything with, may, I, well, for lack maybe of not knowing exactly what it might be, but I'm thinking of like a microscope, like if you use your music and are you able to the sound the sound that the cells are receiving a particular sound could it be directed into certain areas in the body uh, that's a really good question it's a very interesting question we've certainly observed effects of using the laser technology of cells under a microscope, and the effects are, are very significant for the activation uh, and direction of the cells. It's very interesting, the idea of studying the effect of the tonal patterns on cellular localization and activity. What I'm especially interested in doing as a research project will be having subjects listen to tonal patterns, uh, perhaps the pineal tones, perhaps other patterns we derive for that purpose, and actually look at the metabolic activity of the brain. So there's a technique known as a PET scan that measures the physical energy generation of the brain. So as a set of nerves become more active, they actually light up because they're using more glucose. Mm -hmm. It would be extremely interesting to study whether we can see differential effects on the brain and parts of the brain by playing one type of tonal pattern versus another. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, if somebody wants to buy tickets for your upcoming event, uh, would they go to your um, Gemetria website? Uh, and for also that, I found yes. I also saw Ruby... Uh, Hendricks? Uh, yes. So where where would they go to buy tickets? Oh. So would that be for pineal, pinealtones.com? Would that work? Yes. That, that For the event this weekend, the the easiest pathway is simply to go to uh, www.pinealtones, P-I-N-E-A-L-T-O-N-E-S.com. And then they may be directed to uh, drcmagic.com, which does the registration activity. And it's Ruby at BRC Magic who assists if people have any questions that aren't already answered on the website. And we have people listening to this program um, all over the world and all over the United States. So um, people in other states, like you're going to be going to Florida, and Minneapolis and uh, Canada. So people that are listening that are not in the Bay Area, they can also go on to that website and see about getting tickets in their area. Absolutely. And you're, and you're doing a webinar for people that can't make it or that can't go to the actual events 
in person? You have a webinar? Well, there is a webinar that's focused on the pineal tones for those that aren't able to make it to a live event. And that has a couple of primary functions. One is the ability to learn the system as described for the general benefits on mind, body, emotions, and being. And then it's also preparatory to an event that we are building up for, which is what is being called the Crystal Choir, happening in Mount Ida, Arkansas, uh, from June 13th through 15th. So imagine gathering hundreds of people from all around the world, and we have representatives from uh, at least 50 countries uh, at these events. So people from all over the world, hundreds of people gathering in one place, and in, in, in this particular situation, literally on a mountain of crystal, because this is one of the few areas of the world where there is a very high production geologically of quartz crystals, one of the three places in the world that most of the quartz crystal is mined for those that, that use crystals. So it's going to be an amplifier of the energy of the hundreds of people gathered plus the the, the tonalities then in pairs with our professional co-conductors um, in the context of uh, an esoteric event that's also going to have uh, crying and other related uh, energies. So the the webinar is a training for the tonal patterns. It won't be giving the other scientific information about anti-aging, regeneration, enhancement of cognition and human abilities. Um, the two-day program that we'll be doing this weekend will be designed for, for those that are looking to be younger, healthier, fitter, faster, and smarter. And the tones are part of that. The webinar, I believe, is about a four- to five-hour program that people can take at their own pace if they're not able to make it to a physical event. So, Dr. Todd, I kind of, you know, being that when we were at the event with you, um, the the choir or the toning that we did together, it's al- it's almost, I don't want to say like a mandala, it's it's almost like a meditation, a prayer that you mm-hmm. are, are encased in when you're at the event. It's very uh, prolific. I mean, it, it's just, I can see where that alone people would be able to... Um, you know, your body's affected. I mean, definitely your genes and everything, your DNA, I'm sure you're you're being affected on so many different levels by attending this kind of event. So, Especially when people are gathered and many people are producing the tonalities because each person has their own fingerprint of tone and then the, the total creates an even more complex and beautiful waveform. So as you say, it's the experience of being immersed in the sound that's being produced live by the group that is gathered, which, however artistically and technically excellent it's possible to make a recording, there's nothing like a live experience. Yeah, yeah, it's like a parasound. It's... It completely encases you. It's just, well, it's magnificent, actually. <laughs> I know. I would think the environment, like the hotel or wherever you're at, um, really benefits from your event because it would it would. Uh, <laughs> have you ever gotten any feedback from that? Because it would. That's it would, really an interesting idea. That, that that may well be the case. We we have to survey the hotels afterwards and see if they notice any. Any enhancement of their experience, either uh, what the customers experience or what the staff experience. That, that would be an interesting question. I don't think we've surveyed it, but it's like, there might also be a lingering effect. It's like being in a temple, like a Tibetan temple, receiving all of these magnificent tones that the monks are making, you know. It's, it's really incredible. Yeah. So should I, know, I make it when I was... so people get an experience of it? 
Well, I just felt like the whole room was vibrating when we did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The room responds. <laughs> Dr. Todd, is there anything that we haven't touched upon that you really want to uh, add to everything that we're talking about today? Well, in the not too distant future, I will have a mini book, I guess you can call it, or it's probably more than a booklet, maybe more of a mini book, that is about uh, growing younger. So it, it describes the nutritional metabolic method and the clinical studies validating the use of a series of formulas, particularly the one that's based on providing the the laser energized bases of DNA and RNA, and then things that can be done with uh, lifestyle factors, particularly meditation and ways to keep fit, that all support you know, not just longevity, but the actual dynamic of having the body be even younger than it is now. So that will be coming out soon, probably initially as as an e-book and then by June, it may be a physical book, so people can be on the lookout for that. Or maybe when it's ready, you can put a note on your website that, that people can uh, link to it. Well, I was just thinking the last time that I saw Lee Carroll, he actually looks so much younger than he did. It's amazing. Yeah. And I know that you're always basically around um, around him, too, and... And you too. I mean, you know that the the youth that you both are portraying at this time, compared to what you were, you know, um, a couple, two or three years back, is pretty amazing. And uh, and the energy, yeah, the energy that you guys have, you know. So it looks all good. <laughs> it looks like enhancement is is definitely a big sticker in and that ought to be placed on all of this. It's amazing. So I tell you what, let's invite your listeners to have a twenty percent discount if they've been listening and they would like to get any of the laser treated nutritional formulas from Dermatria. And off the top of my head let's create a code uh for this listenership so we know that they will have come from having taken the time to be with us today. And that would be uh, PNT for Paula and Taz at 2016. PN like Nancy T? Or P? Uh, so, so P as in parade, N as in November, T as in tango. Okay, and then 2016. Paula and Taz, yep. That's perfect. Right. That's a wonderful gift. Yeah, and then um, they would go to their web, your website. We have to tell them how to do that. Correct, which w- is, uh, right, triple W, G-E-M-A-T-R-I-A, which is gematria.com. And it was like the first word, gem. Right. Your herbs are like a gem. Yes, they are. So it's where did the, where did gematria come from? The word. So gematria has three meanings. The original, and at that time its pronunciation was gematria, was its use in the mystery schools as a way of translating or converting the letters and words into numbers and then decoding the meaning of the pattern of numbers. So it's a way of translating information from a visible level to a much subtler coded level. And that was how the deeper teachings of the mystery schools protected and preserved themselves. Then in the book you're probably aware of called The Book of Knowledge, The Keys of Enoch by J.J. Hertak, there is a definition of gematria, which is, the science of understanding the input energy required to build a body of consciousness. Then there's a third meaning, more recent and probably relevant, which is gematria are higher dimensional waveform representations that interact in matrices to create physical reality. Whoa. (laughs) 
that's so it's all leading back to the same thing i mean really i mean it's it's just you know dr todd you know as always we are so fortunate to be in the area with you um you know and not only that but you travel all over (laughs) you're with everybody (laughs) (laughs) i love you with everybody i know it's the last well today it felt like today it felt like Standing room only because we get to we get to be with you as we're waiting. Where uh, I felt like I'm waiting for that pin to drop, a miracle message that you so easily always deliver, um, enhancing our healing and supporting humanity. It's it's such a gift. Wow. Um, and and you know what? It's just it just allows you to get excited because our bodies can return to to use again and to be able to feel enhanced and uh we wow we thank you for all your research it's just uh it, it's wow it, it makes you stop and just watch and and know that it's being delivered and we thank you for that deliverance for sure and i'm sure there's there's a lot of uh work behind the scenes like uh working on patents and FDA and all that. So there's a, you wear a lot of hats. <laughs> it's just a little behind the scenes. <laughs> okay, I'd, I'd sure like to see a lot. <laughs> that difference. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, and thank you for contributing so much to the world. Oh, it's a great pleasure being with you again and honored to be with you and those that have given us the benefit of their listening. So thank you for what you do as well and getting people educated. It's a great uh, blessing also. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye now. See you in Mountain View, California. Bye-bye. Hey, hey. Ciao, ciao. Uh-huh. Have a weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Today, Bridget Griffin shared a video of her daily yoga routine, two self-help articles, and her new blog called Build Your Inner Bridge with Bridge. Girl, your sharing has turned into oversharing. No worries, Bridge. Geico has some info worth sharing with your seven blog followers, like how you could save money on your car insurance, update your policy, and report a claim just by visiting geico.com. How's that for building your inner bridge? Bridge, Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. There's no better deal for $4 than the Wendy's 4 for 4 meal. Start with our Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. Made with fresh beef and freshly cooked bacon, crisp all-white meat chicken nuggets, natural cut fries, and an ice cold Coke. All for just $4. No one makes $4 sound as good as Wendy's. Get more for 4, the 4 for 4 meal deal. Now at Wendy's. Offer includes small fries and drink at participating Wendy's for a limited time. Prices may vary. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Fresh ground beef available in the contiguous U.S. and Canada.